John Panos, Troy Malcolm, John McGrath, and I have put Troy in <laughs> as number two on this issue. Did you notice what I did, John? I did. Hey? I did. We need to have a conversation about this. Um, <laughs> next, next thing I'll look at the icon and the, the, and the names will be changing on the icon. Next I mean, thing. we've got to remember, John, it, it did start with you and me. <laughs> then I'll arrive and they, people won't even let me in the door and they'll say, no, uh, Tom, Tom and Troy are uh, recording the there's podcast. Only, sorry, there's only two microphones. <laughs> so, guys... Um, it's good to see you again. I love this part of the week where we catch up and have a very unstructured, informal talk about things that should be uh, structured and formal. Um, we all talk about the importance of running a real estate business that's not a cold calling based business. In the ideal world, it's an attraction business where people come to you mm. because they've had raving fans who've told other raving fans who've told other raving fans. Of course, one of the things is when you've got a thousand people that you've got in your database, or even 500 people. How do you stay relevant to these people without actually feeling like you're interrupting? And I mean, you know, great line, I reading a book which said, prospecting is the art of gentle interruption. Um, Tommy, I'd go down to 100, because mm. a lot of people listening wouldn't have 500, but you don't need them. If you have 100 raving fans, that's enough to build a world-class seven-figure GCI business so I, I wouldn't, if you're listening and you, and you think, oh God, I haven't got 1,000 or 500, it doesn't matter. If you've got 10 or 50 or 100 people that, and they don't even have to be past clients. We could be talking about influences in your community yeah. Yeah. that you build a relation. And I think we should be talking about both is in parallel. It's about staying connected with people. My view is that your intent is important. So I would like to switch the intent from so I can get a listing so to so I can provide value, because I think if you're thinking about who can I ring that might be able to connect me up with a with another seller, verse who can I ring that I can add value and I can stay in touch and I enjoy their company and whatever. That's a much better intent. You, you, that, it's well said, John. Because as you were saying it, I'm thinking, don't you hate it when someone rings you up and when you get at the end of the conversation, you just feel like what they really called about it came out of the blue, what they really called about after the first 10 seconds of niceties is that it's something that they care about. Or Tommy, right at the end, they have a great conversation for five minutes. Oh, look, by the way, Tom, just wanted to ask you also, you know, can we get a couple of free tickets to Eric? Or can yeah. we? And yeah. you think, oh, I actually know now. I was enjoying yeah. the conversation. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't prescribe to the view that you, need, that you should at all, not need to, you shouldn't at all say, Do you, are you thinking of selling? Because my view is intelligent human beings connecting with other intelligent human beings will produce a great outcome. If I have credibility, if I care for you, if I give you something of value, which could be just want to let you know what's happening in the market, or it could be, Troy, just want to catch up and see how the family was because I knew that you know, your daughter was having an operation when I bumped yep. into you at Woolies that car park that time. You mentioned, I just want to see, is she okay? She moved through that. Anything we can do to help? So whether it's just care factor... Uh, genuine care factor, or whether it's value add, Troy, just want to let you know that two streets away, you might have noticed our sold sign went up. It's very similar to your home. In fact, smaller block, it went for 1.8 million. Thought you'd be pleased to you know, hear that. So I think it's about adding value. And this is the mistake people make, is they see prospecting as a call to get a listing. Yeah. My view is the nurturing part of prospecting, other than expires, by the way. If it expires there, I'm not saying you ring them and just try and chat about nothing you know that's a that's a business call based on the fact that they haven't sold their property yeah 
But I'm talking about the long game, long term customer relationships. I think you need to um, take a, a higher ground um, position mm-hmm. and say, I'm not going to talk to you about listing your property. I just want to see how you are. And I'm going to trust that if I stay connected with you and you think I'm a good person and we have a bit of a rapport going, when you're ready, you'll let me know. So that would be my first thing. And the second thing, Tom, is I think it's about layers. Um, you might have Sarah Hackett, who, who spoke at Eric recently, who was brilliant. Um, so she used to have a, a, a Christmas open day at her home. Yeah. She only has 400 properties. Well, she did then. I don't know what it was. But the last time she spoke at Eric the time before, 400 properties. She invites everyone once a year. Um, and it was an open day for Christmas, like a week before Christmas. She opens it up. They have a you know kids' petting zoo and they have a you know jumping house and so forth. So that's an event, and I yeah. think events are good. Some people have gold-class movies. They go and hire out the local movie theatre, put on a thing. So I think you can have events. I think, you know, Adrian Bow, we know for the last 20 years, has been sending his clients a, a monthly newsletter, which is yeah. a great thing to do. That's kind of, you know, we often rudely call that spray and pray, but that's kind of giving people, a large number of people, a block of information. The calls, I would recommend twice a year calls to touch base. Tom just wanted to see how you and Sula are going. Everything great. Are you loving the home? Isn't it great? That new restaurant that's opened up the road. Johnny, Chris, Chris Hassel, who's also spoke at um, ARIC this year, that uh, wonderful 15-second dialogue he uses two times a year mm. on his database, which mm-hmm. is this. Hey, John, I know you're not selling, and it's going to be brief. How's things? Mm. Right? Straight away Framing. wants the person to know this is nothing to do with me worrying about whether you're selling and it's not going to be a long conversation, you know? Yeah. Yep. What, what like I'm that. getting a lot from what you both have said is those blockages to success around this program is by not having a plan. Mm. So those that have a plan, whether it's Adrian sending out a monthly newsletter, whether it's Sarah with her Christmas event, whether it's Chris going back and having a focus and a prioritisation on saying, listen, I'm not calling to see if you want to sell something. I just want to catch up. There has to be a system Correct. and process that's connected Troy, through I, with that. I, I, yeah. I can't help but notice good attraction type agents have got this marketing plan that's set and forget. Yep. Like it's sort of done um, in December for January to December the following year. It's pretty much on one document and it basically says January, we do that. February, we do this. Easter, we do this. Winter, we do this. So there's this plan in place. And it's going to happen, and they've you know got certain staff, gen- generally a, a CSM or a, a red PA that's part of the execution, mm-hmm. and that happens regardless. It doesn't. It, this this marketing plan doesn't seem to happen. Oh wow, we've got no listings. We better yeah. go out, out there and do stuff. Well, I think most agents do take that approach. The, the right. wrong one, which is cupboards bare. Better better do something. Can we get some letterbox drops done? I think this needs to be a structured military precision type approach uh, in terms of its organisation, but when it's delivered, it needs to be empathetic, nurturing, caring, value-add, personal. Mm. So the military bit is the way you organise it, but the personal, loving, caring bit is the way you deliver it. Mm. And I think, you know, I talked about layers, social media now, of course, Troy, I know you're expert in that area, is a big part of of staying in touch with people and, and, and sort of prospecting new people. Yeah. Um, you know, phone calls twice a year, I think are great. Events, really good. Johnny, we, we, when we were brought up in real estate and there were, you know, various Tom Hopkins type trainers out there that used to use terminology and say, 
ask people for referrals so that they, you know there was, there was always the training um, who times, do you know times have changed Tom yeah and by the way I say that with great respect to Tom Hopkins who I owe much of my success in my career and certainly in the early days were going to his courses and I think back then it kind of worked because no one knew anything different yeah. you know it was it was just a different world now people you know, you look nowadays, because people are doing um, video on YouTube, on iPhone, and they're just speaking, you've got 12-year-olds are just, you know, saying it, saying it the way it is. Authenticity, and their radars around authenticity up everywhere. People want to have the real deal and be cared for, not sold to. Mm. So I think um, you're right. And that doesn't mean... Like geo-targeting, I think, you know, we're doing a lot of that nowadays. So what, is it, what does that mean? It basically means when there's an activity... A real estate activity that you are involved with, preferably you, but maybe your office is involved with, in, in the community, you look at a map and you say, okay, who within a few blocks of there would this information be useful to? Mm. And then you say, okay, I have seven clients that I've dealt with and sold to or sold for within a couple of blocks of there or within that postcode or within that street. I'm going to call them now and I'm going to reach out and just let them know what happened. Now... If they are thinking of selling, I've got to tell you, they're going to tell you in that phone call. Mm. You don't, you're not going to have to guess. They will say to you, geez, isn't it great to hear from you, John? I'm so pleased about that result because we were just talking mm. about selling. You don't have to prompt them. And if you do, by the way, you're probably not going to get the listing anyway mm. because if they want to talk to you about it, they will. So I think, you know, I often call it unselling. Um, you know, the less you sell with a buyer or to a seller, the more credibility you have. So I, I would be doing that and... And it's about consistency, Tom. You know, mm. you've got to be consistent. This is not a you know try it for a month and see if it works. Yeah, like, and I mean, Eric works a lot better every week after Eric, not two weeks just after Eric. You know, correct. And Pete Fooder, mm. who again <laughs> unbelievable at Eric, um, talks so uh, talks a lot about you know the the consistency and the discipline and the habits. Yeah. You know, whether you want to take the metaphor of exercise, you know, you don't get up one day first time ever and go to the gym and you know, curl some dumbbells and, and have great biceps. This is a long game that you have to do every day or several times a week. Mm. And if you're consistent and then you add some better nutrition on, you get some better rest and you drink a bit more water, then you start layering these things on to improve or leverage or boost your success. So, yeah, good. Well, it, ma- it makes the choice obvious, right? You, you want to become that attraction agent that is obvious for the market to come to you and ask for you to help them. Yeah. Not, not to sell for them, to help mm. them. Yeah. Especially in this market, you know, we're two weeks out from the end of financial year. It's cold, it's getting wetter, we're in that slower period. But this is where the great agents really come forward. How do you, Troy, you like the cold weather? We're in winter. Yeah, I like it. Love it. Do you, like, you, you get like to cold weather? Oh, you know, I, I get sunburned with a drop of sun, so I love <laughs> the cold more than the heat, probably. I mean, I, I, actually, I like all weather, but. I do find this is a cosy weather because I get home at six o'clock, jump in my pajamas, put the fireplace on, yeah. put on foxtail, and have some home cooked comfort food. It doesn't get any better than that. And keep and keep your fingers crossed that South Sydney actually took <laughs> oh, that see, field goal. See, well, now he, you, we've team. had a few weeks of him being <laughs> slow on the whole process, and now he's back. He's back. A couple of wins, and they're back. All righty. <laughs> So, uh, guys, I want to thank our sponsor, realestate.com.au. Gang, we will see each other next week. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Same time, same place. See you, guys. Bye.